You a big baseball guy? Funny enough, uh, I Katie's making fun of me because I'm wearing a Tiger's hat and a Tiger sweatshirt at the same time. Sure are. They just match. The colors just match. It's not <laughs> the comfy sweatshirt. It's a nice hat. The colors just match. But I did watch a baseball game last night. I've watched two this year. 182 games, and I've watched two. Look at you. That's a percentage. That's some That's some. Some kind of percentage. Yeah. Uh, and I would hope that they would match. No. Yeah, exactly. It just goes too well together. It's like they designed them together. It does. It does. Would you ever, do you go to a baseball game? Have you? Do you frequent the Comerica? You know, we went to one last summer. Took Ben to his first one, and that was pretty fun. But it was cold, um, because we went in May, which apparently is the cold month in Michigan. Um, yeah. So, uh, I like going to baseball games. The times are a little weird when you have kids. I know that's like a, yeah. like one o'clock starts is right in the middle. Well, we'll talk about nap time, but it's right. It was. It's been right in the middle of nap time. Um. Mm -hmm. And then, or it's a seven o'clock game, which is bedtime, right? So, like, <laughs> that I don't really have. Once you have kids, there's not really time for for anything else. So, right, uh, and they play on like a Wednesday afternoon. They play every day. It's 182 games. They have to play like every single true. day. Um, it is very true. I, they not get tired. I don't know. I have no idea compared to. I mean, I guess baseball is not like it's taxing, but it's it's not. You know, it's not hockey where you're running in. Are you saying it's not a real sport, Jared? I'm saying it's not as physically taxing as other physical sports. Combat sports. <laughs> Heard it here. Jared. Uh, it's baseball. I prefer to go to hockey games, I would say. Faster action. Okay. I enjoy watching it. Baseball, for... I will, I will give baseball credit. This new pitch clock that they've put in where you only have 15 seconds between pitches change the game yeah. it, it honestly has oh, made yeah. it so much more enjoyable like the tigers were winning by the time i turned it on yesterday they were winning for nothing and i watched like five innings felt like nothing felt because no no runs no real like they're just there's exciting parts but then when the boring stuff the boring stuff is short so it just goes right through yeah you know but let me ask you this mm -hmm. uh have you heard of this thing where you go and have a beer and a hot dog every inning I've have I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I have not attempted. Gonna try to do it. Let's go. Let me ask you a question. What's what's harder, the hot dog or the like the nine hot dogs or the nine beers? I think the hot dogs, right? It's it has be. to be. I I can I can. I don't nine I don't beers. like hot dogs that much. Like a hot dog to me is like oh a, God. it's a vessel for the ketchup. Is what the hot dog is. <laughs> like I, I it's not. <laughs> I just I don't I don't like hot dogs that much. So Katie's you gonna child, hear it. You put ketchup on a hot dog? I absolutely. I ketchup and relish, baby. Oh my! You're, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. Oh. I don't care. You can't judge this. Only God can judge oh. me. Oh, he's judging, buddy. <laughs> you're not making it in. Oh God, no. Not for not for the hot dog <laughs> thing. For a lot of other things, but no. Um, I yeah, I I I just don't like hot dogs that much. Now, I also, like, so I'm drinking your standard 12-ounce can of PBR, the, the world's finest. It won a ribbon. Um, won a ribbon one. It won a ribbon. Uh, and nine 12-ounce cans in, like, two and a half hours-ish. It's easy. I, yeah, I could do that. 
it's not ideal and I will need a ride home, but I could do it. <laughs> On the other hand, nine hot dogs with those nine beers. That's heavy. And also, stadium beers aren't 12 ounces. You don't get a 12-ounce no. beer at the stadium. I don't even think they have 12. I think the minimum is a 16-ounce yeah. can. Yeah, so we're going to die. That's You had four ounces, so every third inning, that's an extra beer. So, you know, three extra beers, that's 12, 12, 12 beers all in. Oof, maybe let's try this at your house first. Okay, I think that's a smart, and then we can all fall asleep on the floor. <laughs> Just covered in ketchup and relish. Oh my god. Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joseph. Joseph, I am, I am beat. I am, yeah? I am beat down. My soul is broken. Broken. Um, You're a broken man. I'm a broken man. I am. It has been, it has been a tumultuous three weeks of, of unemployment that I've gone through. Um, yeah, it's not not fun employment. Like no, sometimes you know they always. It was like, hey, this is a good opportunity. Take some time off, reset, focus on yourself. You know, mm-hmm. take some time. I've had zero time, Joe. <laughs> I yeah, had I bet one day last Thursday where Katie's mom took the kids and I painted the hallway, yeah. took Katie lunch and a rug that's been sitting in our hallway to her school. Uh Went to therapy, got a haircut, boom, kids were right back right after that. That was it. That's man, what I got. Only, only one day. Too and brave, then I, man. And then I got one hour today to go buy new golf shoes because we're going on a golf trip starting tomorrow. So um, that's it. That's what I've gotten. And don't wow, get me wrong. Gosh. I love my kids. I still love my kids after all this. But uh, I can't do it. I can't be a stay-at-home dad. That ship yeah. has sailed. All right. All right. Well, let's let's break it down um before we jump into that uh it's been two weeks since we recorded we didn't record last week but we recorded the week before uh so that was your first week of Mm. of dadding just a couple of days Uh, just a couple of days at that point uh bright-eyed whole world was ahead of him uh whole human being i was looking forward to it yeah uh As, as I think most people would be. And it, I'm going to make this far more dramatic than it actually is. Like the kids and Absolutely. I were fi- the kids and I were fine. We all like <laughs> everybody survived. Uh, it is much harder than being at work for me. And I found that out. And so yeah. uh, now we, now we know if one of us becomes a stay at home parent, it's not going to be me. Can't be me. Can't do yeah. it. Um, if the kids were in school, this would be probably a different thing. Cause then you get like breaks and time out, but Right, um, exactly. My kids are also at a very tough age, just in general. Like, so Will yes. is now fully mobile, crawls everywhere, wherever he wants all the time. Oh, he's gone now. He's gone. And he's at that stage where, uh, if there's any non parents listening, the time between crawling and walking is like a snap of your fingers compared to the time yeah. between like nothing and crawling. And then, uh, like, it's like nothing, crawling, walking, and then they're walking forever, right? So, like, yeah, he became fully mobile, like, 
the day I started this was like when he fully started crawling. Mm-hmm. That same day he pulled himself up on the TV stand. Like mm-hmm. it, there was no break. There was no, oh, I'm just going to crawl for a little bit. No, it was, oh, I can crawl. I can climb. Easy. Um, yep. And so it's, he's just him alone making sure he doesn't eat things off the floor, making sure he doesn't choke himself, making sure he doesn't bang his head on the TV stand, make sure he doesn't fall off of anything. Uh, that's a full-time job in itself. Uh, and then he's throw Ben right on top and everything that comes with being the parents of a toddler. And um, it's been, uh, it has been one whirlwind of three weeks. Yeah. So let's, uh, before we, we go into that, did you guys do, did you guys do anything exciting for uh, Mother's Day? That was this past weekend. Good question. Um, so Mother's Day, we, I got, it was, I got Katie food. Food was the gift that Katie got. Yeah, so that's it great. Was, I know it. So we did breakfast. She didn't want pancakes. She wanted eggs. So I made eggs and I made them correctly, which is a first for me. I always, I like my eggs not runny. Katie likes her eggs runny when you scramble them. Okay. Uh, and I, it's like, I don't know, it's physically impossible for me to stop cooking yeah. the eggs in, in time. They just, yeah. Um, but I did it right this time. Maybe it's because I had like 12 eggs in the pan that I was stirring and it was a lot easier to. Okay. Uh, but, right. um, I, so I cooked eggs and bacon in the morning. Um, then we went out, what else did we do that day? Um, well, so the day before, let me back up a day. The day before yeah. we went up to, um, where Katie's parents, the city that Katie's parents lived, they were having like an open house for their city. So all of their oh, city yeah. trucks and fire trucks, police, uh, cars, and all of their like, all their diggers and all of their like snow plows and yeah. everything like that they let the kids get in them and take pictures and like sit in all the trucks and things like that. Oh they, yeah, like, that's that's Ben shit. Oh right my there. god, he was like, uh, just in heaven the entire time and like was so good too. It was wild. Like they were giving away free ice cream and hats and things like that. It was everything that he wanted out of a day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it like it's just crazy so we he sat in all the trucks we took pictures i posted a picture on my instagram it was like it it was just a blast so we did that for the day hung out spent a lot of the day there i helped tom put together a grill that he needed to to put together uh came home and then um i for, grilled something for dinner on on saturday night great day saturday like great it was warm. It was nice. Perfect late summer-ish day. Yeah. Mother's Day comes around. We do breakfast. And then we had done all like the fun stuff on Saturday. So we kind of did some stuff around the house. Did a couple of things that Katie wanted to get done. Um, and then the big thing was that um, we were going to get takeout for dinner. And I was planning to get Katie has this kryptonite for takeout pasta. I do not know why. Mm. I and it's it's honestly an affront to my ancestors that she prefers takeout pasta and doesn't like homemade pasta. Uh, <laughs> it, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I've never met pasta and eaten pasta that I haven't said I could probably make this at home. Right, it's, you have definitely said that. It's it's just pasta. Spaghettios. I mean, it, it's noodles. I don't think you can make spaghetti. No, I can't. It's pasta. It's pasta sauce. It's. I, yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to make pasta sauce, but like, okay, I'll make it. It's no big deal. It's tomatoes and vodka, whatever, you know. Right. Um, it's like a Bloody Mary. That's that's exactly it. It's just a, a more blended up Bloody Mary. Um, it's a hot Bloody Mary. 
That's why I love it so much. <laughs> so, you know, I, but Katie loves it. She absolutely loves takeout pasta. So I was like, okay. I gave her a list of five restaurants, all Italian places, and said, pick one of these places, and we're going to get takeout from one of these five places. Um, and we get all the way to the end of the day. She hadn't picked a place, hadn't picked a place. And at the end of the day, she goes, you know, I kind of want Mexican. Good choice. Good choice, like, You Katie. know what? Okay. So we got our local Mexican spot uh, takeout, and it's called, it's El Patio. If you're ever around us, there's oh a bunch of God. locations. Yeah. Their salsa, probably so the best salsa I've, I've had at a restaurant, maybe ever. I, it is, it's like blended just right, but it's chunky enough that it has like chunks in it. It's, yeah. Mm, I'm, it's very good. I've eaten, we we got a large vat of salsa and they send it home to you in a, in a sour. I've eaten it every day for the last like four days. I'm still craving yeah. it. Um, huh. cause it's so good, but it's, so we got Mexican food, we got takeout, um, and just enjoyed our day. And then, uh, Ben went to bed early and we, we hung out and that was the end of it. So pretty <laughs> low key mother's day, uh, did all the fun stuff on Saturday and then just hung out and relaxed on Sunday. Which is cool. Honestly, it's what I, I think a lot of people want out of, out of mother's day is just doing nothing and yeah. not having to watch kids. So sure. How about you guys? what did you do for mother's day? I th- I know what and you did. I saw. I saw what you did. You saw the TikTok. I saw it. <laughs> Tell the people, Joe. Uh, so Sun. We'll start with Sunday. Uh, Sunday we got up and we went out to brunch with Kayla's family, um, in Dundee, just near Cabela's, um, at a place called Social House that we had never been to, but it was very good. Um, they had like loaded tots, like loaded breakfast tots. That were really tasty. Um, so we did that. We ate at like 10 a.m. And then we, uh, uh, oh, then we went to Indian Creek Zoo, which is a zoo, um, near Ohio in a very small city. And it's a zoo that's like, um, Etchy's not the word, but small town. Yeah, like, you know, there's no behind the scenes to the exhibits. Like, there's no, like, the bears, like, go into, like, a holding space. It's, like, there's just the cage. Oh, that is kind of sketchy. And, like, you are, you can, you can, like, be, like, a foot from the bear cage as the bear is, like, also right there. Um, Hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, like, the worst part is bears. Um... (laughs) You know, they're, they're the big scary thing. Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they're the thing. And the ostriches. Like, ostriches are... I mean, they'll kill you. They're fine. Yeah. They will, they'll, they'll gut they'll you. They'll kill you. Islands. Um, they could feed giraffes and whatnot. So we did that. You know what's funny? <laughs> and, Sorry, you reminded me. We also went to the zoo on Mother's Day. Did I you? Forgot. Yeah, we, we went and rode the, rode the train just once. That's all Ben wanted to do okay. was just go ride the, <laughs> ride the train. So we walked in, walked to the train, rode the train to the back, walked out. That was it. That's amazing. I love that you live close enough that you can do that. Where it's like a whole, it's a whole freaking day event if we go to a zoo. I know it. Um, so, uh, but the wolf exhibit is similar to that too. I love, wolves are my favorite animal. So being able to like, be right up against the wolf cage as like mm. wolves are just like there. Oh, it's amazing. Um, there's also a train at this zoo and Cora just wanted to ride this train. So we finally like hunted down where we get on this train I sat in the train, and I said, you know, this is going to be much more fun if I 
make a Wes Anderson style TikTok <laughs> of this adventure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just shot a bunch of video and uh, and made a Wes Anderson TikTok that could have been better. Was it fun? Uh, looking back on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just shot literally a bunch of clips of everything. The only one that, like, was very much Wes Anderson was, like, Kayla, I'm shooting this TikTok. I need you to just go stand in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and just look stoic. Um, yeah, so it was fun, and then I put it together that night. Uh, so we did that Sunday. Um, oh, and then we went over to my mom's after the zoo, so it was, like, a whole day of just going. And then Sunday night, uh, I didn't even watch Succession Sunday night. I watched it Monday. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, then Saturday was a big day. We got up for a soccer game. was at 9.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. She still hates soccer. Still doesn't love Won't it. Play. Her picture's very cute, though. <laughs> yeah. So she, the, she did take very good pictures for, for her picture day. But, man, she just sits on the sidelines and cries. And it's, like, only our team. Every kid on our team just, like, runs to their parents when the game starts and, like, doesn't play. Uh so Saturday, this upcoming Saturday is our last game. But we did that at 9.30. Then I had a consultation at 11.30 for a tattoo. Um, went and did that. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't get my tattoo started until August. Ooh. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a full sleeve. We're going full sleeve on this tattoo. Wow, you're a bald guy <laughs> yeah. now, so you got to go full sleeve tattoos? I go full sleeve tattoos. I get it. Uh, yeah, so to do that and then saturday uh late in the afternoon well dinner time we celebrated kayla's grandma's 95th birthday wow so yeah so we did that and then um as we were leaving cora was like i want to stay at grandma julie's kayla's mom i want to stay at grandma julie's and i was like that's not up to me kid you gotta talk to your grandma Mm -hmm. about that and julie was walking her out to the car and she said i want to stay at your house and you know suckers and they said yes (laughs) that's how it goes right so we went home and uh just with grayson and grayson like went right to bed nice and so we had an evening but grayson wakes up you know five times a night so it doesn't even matter but yeah uh so i got to play some video games and we started watching sweet tooth on netflix i always thought that show would be right up your alley i didn't i didn't watch it but i always figured it would be kind of like right up your way alley. different than i thought it would be it's you dark right yeah it is yeah <laughs> i thought so it like looks like, like a where the I wild thought. things are like inspired move like movie and then it just yeah it's not that Mm-mm. i mean Mm-mm. yeah but uh it, it's good how um, it, it was in a like there weren't a lot of videos coming out video games coming out so i was like watching a lot of tv show i was probably during the pandemic when it came out probably um, and uh yeah i lo- always looked at it i was like ah, i should watch it i should watch it and just never did and i don't think i would have enjoyed it if i started it it's, yeah it's, it's pretty dark uh but it's good it's pretty interesting um <clears throat> but yeah succession man getting is... down to it there's two episodes left and <sighs> we're gonna talk about it next week with the boys from best song ever more in case you didn't read the text messages i i read it I was I'm I'm in on it. Um I this season of Succession is so much more a reflection on modern day life than the other ones were. Like Yeah. There were parts of the other 3 seasons where I was like I wonder if you weren't in 
like corporate America if you'd even really enjoy what's going on. You know, like yeah. the family drama is cool, but right? like a lot of the things that I that like I thought were interesting. So here's a small example, but like this season, Kendall's talking about driving up stock price, of course. And he uses right. he uses a, a term called Kager, C A G R. Mm-hmm. It's a KPI based around stock like that drives stock price. Okay. That's like the driving right. factor that all investment analysts analysts use. Um, I've used it. I've created models that that uh, reflect it and and things like that. And I didn't think that would reflect with people, right? The way uh, that yeah. it does with me. But then the last like few episodes, they've just went full on reflection of real life and said, "This is what real life is like," and we're gonna make a commentary on it. And it's just like that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. This last episode was like a little uncomfortable. A little unnerving. Uncomfy. Yes. Uncomfy <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but uh but it's been great. Um so I'm excited next week to, to chat with those boys about mm-hmm. uh about what we think the finale of succession is gonna be like. Uh, and then it's gonna be sad. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna have another like T V show, I don't think, until House of Dragon yeah. comes back. Right, which who knows? The writing I, I I'm going to talk about this next week too, but the Writers Guild of America is on strike right mm-hmm. now. All the, uh, I think a bunch of TV shows came out and said like, "Oh, the script's already written," like as if they don't change the script yeah. 16 times on set every single time. Right, so. which means TV and movies come fall. Well, movies not so much, but TV come the fall probably isn't going to be as good as it should be. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. Ain't nothing going on right now. Well, I'm with him. I understand it. I know. I mean, like, yeah. they're just not making any money because nobody's negotiating these streaming contracts <laughs> the way they should. So, exactly, exactly. Um, anyway, that's a different conversation. Yeah, for next we'll, week we'll get to that uh, a different day. So, before we talk about your three weeks, uh, I just want to do a couple little updates on the kids and yeah. how they're doing. Uh, Grayson's a banana boy now. Ooh. Boy loves bananas. He walks up to a basket and just says, Nana, Nana, <laughs> I want Nana. And that's all this boy eats is like half a banana every day. Just that's all he wants is a Nana. He's going to be very rich in potassium. Yeah. Um, he also just is Velcro-y right now. Yeah. He's like, does not want to be separated. And it's kind of uh, frustrating. Boy, and do I feel that hard because you're trying to do something but he just wants to be glued to you mm-hmm. so that's kind of tough uh cora is in a hitting phase She's... boy do i feel that our kids are in the same phase uh, of life cora um is getting very frustrated with grayson and when she wants something we block that from her yeah. like today Still got these tubes that extend there's plastic tubes that extend you know you can blow on them and make noises sure um kids toys and right cora wanted all of them and we said no you got to give one to grayson and kayla took one from her and gave it to gray and cora screamed and pulled her arm back and went to punch kayla and you know kayla stopped her and tough she's realizing you know her frustrations and she's releasing them not uh positive ways (laughs) I know uh, the algorithm is watching every move that we make, and that's why we get the the TikToks and things that we um, 
get because they know everything about our lives. But honestly, I've gotten so many more gentle parenting like TikToks recently. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing because it reminds like the right way to deal with these situations. But um, so I'll work backwards. Ben's in the same face, uh, the exact same okay. face, in fact. Um, not with Will necessarily a little bit, but more like he gets frustrated with Will, but he more gets frustrated with me. Uh, and that's been kind of the leading cause of what's the drama with this over the last three weeks. Like why it's been so tough is because like Ben is in this phase of life where he gets these big feelings, doesn't know how to express them. Right. And Katie actually went through our app and we found out he's in a, a mental leap that drives this. So like, that's right. A very fun thing. If you remember us, uh, if you guys remember us talking about mental leaps when they're little, um, I don't think I've noticed one in Ben in a long time, and that's because when they get to this age, they're not very frequent. Like they're not right. Uh, they're not as frequent as they are like at Will's age. Um, but uh, yeah, Ben's in this in this learning how to not even necessarily just emotions, but like he is also being naughty, like defiant, mm. um, mm. because he like is just looking for the reaction. Right. And that's like the phase he's in. Right. So he's will be naughty and then laugh when I tell him no. Which yeah. just drives me absolutely bonkers. Like Yeah. I oh man. Uh today's a perfect example. Katie like uh he wanted an ice cream bar at like four o'clock. And Katie's like, No, it's not like you can't have ice cream, it's not till dinner, all this stuff, and he wanted an ice cream bar. And he went on the other side. We have this half wall that separates our kitchen from our living room. And Katie had yeah. her Mother's Day flowers in a vase on there. And he walked around to the living room and pushed the vase over back into the kitchen and shattered all over the floor. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, and then I had a, I was holding Will, holding Will while he was sleeping because, again, our my kid's also in a in a clingy phase. Um, And I had to come out. Ben was screaming. I had to take him to his room. Will woke up. It was just a whole, whole fiasco. Um, and that's just like, he, he's just in that phase where like, he yeah. is just testing every reaction to see what happens. And it is infuriating. It's and it's, it's tough to, um, parent that, right? Because my on Mac extinct extinction the, instinct that too. <laughs> is to yell right like hey stop that and um it's tough because it's like you know i i feel like i need to remove her from that situation mm -hmm. and you know try to cool myself down and then but also make sure that she's cooled down and understands why she can't do that so yeah. like i don't know a week ago maybe she like curb stopped grayson yeah uh like we have a uh, step down into our living room and Grayson was laying on it and she picked up her foot and she like slammed it onto his back. And oh my gosh. Like, oh my God. Like Jesus. So like, you know, I had to grab her and, you know, yep. run her to her room. And, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough when they are being bigger and have these big feelings and trying to gentle parent, which gentle parenting sucks and is hard. It is. <laughs> Way harder than anybody ever. Like, it's... We've talked plenty of times, and, like, growing up, yelling is just how, like, was reactionary for right. everybody, right? Uh, and I am trying very hard to break that cycle. I don't, you know, I don't yeah. want to 
uh I know it's not effective. I know it doesn't, you know, last long, but at the same time in that moment, you see your child like Ben has pushed Will over or hit me and Will at the same time and things like that and the, your first reaction is like absolutely not. Like this is Right. Like you it you cannot do this. You cannot react like this. Uh, and that's, I brought up the TikTok thing because I actually saw one the other day where she's like, you know, the, the mantra in our house has always been, you can feel angry, but you can't make it everybody else's problem. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's a very good way of, of yeah. saying that. Uh, and a very like good mantra for me to remember to say to Ben, like, you know, you can feel angry. That is okay to be angry. But you can't make right. it everybody else's problem. You can't hurt other people. You can't yeah. cross that line. Uh, and obviously he doesn't understand that at all because like, right it's it's just he's not at that stage yet it's hard to keep the faith to remember that one day he will be at that stage and yeah. you know and then he will remember that but like for now that same thing of like when i'm trying to, he hits me and then laughs about it and you're like i it's like right. salt right in the same wound that just happened you're like i what do i even do with you um yeah especially because he's not even three yet right so no. like he and that's like the part that I I need to like continuously click in my brain is like she's not even four yet like she's yes. still like a toddler she's still a kid like and I I need to think about that every time yes and the other thing too so Ben's been going to school right he's been going to group speech mm-hmm. therapy he goes to the early childhood center uh once a week for it and he's an angel he's so good this yeah. speech therapist came over and. I've taken him the last two weeks and I've seen it myself. And like, but even before that, she was like, he's so ready for preschool. He's like doing everything, following all the instructions, doing everything so well. And like, not that I was surprised, but I was like, Oh, that's really great. You know, I, I, we don't put him in that scenario that often around, around here. So it's good to hear. Uh, and then like, I was talking to Katie about this and like, he is a different kid at school. Right here. She's like, well, that's because he feels safe here. And that's why he can act that way. And it's like, how do you mash those two emotions together <laughs> of I'm so glad that he feels safe and comfortable in our house. And also him being safe and comfortable means he can be a jerk all the time. Right. And exactly. So it, it's, it is uh, difficult. Very, very yeah. difficult. It's been a, when I will, we'll talk about and we'll get there eventually uh, about these last <laughs> three weeks, but like this phase plus, and then I'll switch over to like, well, will will just broke his first tooth. Yeah. He's got a tooth now. Ooh. Which is great. Okay. Teething babies are the absolute worst. They're the absolute yeah. worst. We've talked about it with Ben, and we talked about it with uh, Cora and 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 Gray. But it is, he's the worst, and he's so cute yeah. and smiley and chubby, and he's like crawling, and it's right. so cute. But he will not be put down for more than like five minutes. Yeah, and was Will born in the beginning of September or the end? Be mm, end. Was it the end? Hold on. Yes. Third week like the of 20th? September. 20th? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because we have another group of, or another two friends, very good friends that had their baby, like two weeks, uh, it was either two weeks before you or two weeks after you. Um, and it was before you. So they had theirs the beginning of September. And yeah. You guys had well two weeks later. Okay. 23rd. Um, Will's the 23rd. Okay. I, I say that because it's like, it's so interesting babies are all different you said will just broke his first tooth their daughter like she's got like four teeth i think mm. they're like three like and she's yeah uh, uh yeah teething's teething's tough it's so bad and he 
is we've just started being able to actually get him off of us to sleep. Like he'll sleep on our bed. So Katie will feed him to sleep and then be able to lay him on the bed. But for a long time, and even for naps now, he only will sleep in the baby carrier. You saw it when we were playing Dungeon. That's where he naps. He naps in the baby carrier. And like, right. He's a big kid now. He's getting big. Yeah. And that carrier, I was I texting Katie. I was like, my back is shot. This like has been. <laughs> She's like, try that for nine months. Well, yes, that, that's exactly what she said back to me. <laughs> uh, and so like, it's just been um, and then the two of them together, like Ben being in this phase where he so will need a lot of attention, right? He needs to be held. He needs to be you know cuddled and all the stuff. And then Ben wants to be picked up immediately. And it's like, that is the thing we're dealing with now is like, Ben wants everything that Will gets, right? Will gets attention, Ben wants the attention. Will gets this, Ben wants it. You know, that kind of thing. And so um, that's kind of the phase that we're we're battling. I'm sure we'll get to the point where like toys and things like that become, we've uh, started to try and separate that out. I, I think I brought this up last time, but like, um, we started saying everything is the toy, not yeah. your toy, the toy. So it's yeah. it's like, you know, that's the Legos, not your Legos. Hey, do you want to play with the magnet right. tiles? So that it there it's more communal. Um so sure. uh but yeah, it's been it's been something. On top of it, I, I on this whole stage that Ben's in, he does not want to play by himself at all. Right. Like the independent play is so it's been getting better over the last few days, but like if it's only for outside, if we're outside, he'll go dig in the garden. He'll go push his toys yeah. around things. If we're inside, he doesn't want to play with anything. He doesn't want anything. Oh. Um, so it's just been, been tough, man. Been tough. Yeah. Kids are, kids are tough. Um, and yeah, they're at that age where there's just a lot of stuff going on with them mentally and emotionally and, uh, it's it's tough. So let's talk about three weeks. Yeah. They come to an end. Uh, did you get Ben potty trained? Because that you, you said that was your one goal. I did. Kind of. Really? Um, okay. He's not good with underwear on. Um, yeah. And we've tried it a couple times. Uh, we had So I had him basically last week. He was like 98% potty trained. Oh, yeah. All like right. we went on a walk to the park and around the block and we're gone for like an hour and a half, came back, he went potty right away and no accidents. I was like, nice. this is huge. Um, when we go places in the car, we still had to put a diaper on because that's, we weren't like in that phase of like, okay, now we're ready to go other places yeah. and use other potties yet. Um, and then we had a little bit of a slide back because of that, because we were going like, Last week, we had something every single day for, like, an hour each day in the middle of the morning. Like, we'd wake up, yeah. take his nighttime diaper off. He'd go to the bathroom. on the po- He'd go potty on the potty. All this stuff. Great stuff. Put a diaper on. Come back. And then I'll get to this, too. But also, last week, I was trying to do nap with both of them. And so, it'd go mm. from, like, one diaper, take the diaper off. He'd go pee once in the toilet, then on the diaper on for nap because he's going to nap and then diaper off. And it was a lot of like, put a diaper right. on, take a diaper off. And we had a little of a slide back because of that. Yeah. Um, so we're back on no diaper. Um, but we're still like, he still has a couple accidents and underpants. So we have to get back on like, uh, Hey, it's been 30 minutes. Go sit on the toilet. It's been 30 minutes. Yeah. Go sit on the toilet. 
um, which is not great in this defiant mode he's in because then he'll be like, no, right. I don't want to go on potty. He actually asked to put a diaper on the other day because he didn't. He was oh, really? did not want to go potty on the potty. I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. So we yeah. were there. We slid back a little bit. We're almost there. So it happens, yeah. right? Yeah. It, when he goes to Katie's mom's house, it'll be uh, and like we'll be in one spot consistently either place. Like, hey, you don't have to wear a diaper at home. And you don't have to wear a diaper at grandma's. And then he'll be like getting right. better about it. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at there. So um, that was a minor success. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, um, sure. You at least laid foundation. Like correct. if nothing else, you can hopefully go back to it. If you know, you start to um, regress or whatever. Regress. Regress. There regress. <laughs> you got it. You were there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, at least you know that it's like doable. Yeah. Um. So we did that. Um. Yeah. For the first like week and a half ish, I was still trying to do nap. Um. Uh, with Ben, and he it. My kids, I swear they talk about this before going in there. <laughs> I would feed Will and read books to Ben right. at the same time. Okay, we're sitting in bed. I'm feeding Will. Yeah. Ben's reading books. Okay, Will, you're going to go down. You finish your bottle. You're going to go down on the floor. Ben, I will pick you up and rock you to sleep because I need you to take a nap. Yeah. So the first couple of days, it worked okay. Uh, but then timing, like, just was awful. Like, Ben it would almost be asleep, and then Will would realize he's been put down for five minutes and needed to climb my leg to get up and be held. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. All right. So I was like, Ben, I can't rock you to sleep. I need you to lay down and go to sleep so I can hold Will. That's not going to work. Ben becomes a monster, starts kicking the wall, bouncing, jumping up and down. Doesn't want to do it. Okay. Let me, give me a second. Will, put, I, like, got to a point where I was like, all right, Will, you're going to go sit in your crib and play with your toys in your crib so that, like, even if you're making noise, it's not in here. It's not, like, Ben will just fall asleep and I'll go get Will. That worked right. one day. And ev- and after that, like, oh, really? as soon as I put Will in the crib, alligator tears. He knew that it was, like, he was gonna be left there for five minutes and it's like nothing. Um yeah. and so by like halfway through last week, I just stopped doing naps. I was like, I yeah, not, can't do it. If we're not gonna nap and we're not gonna do it normally, and then honestly, Ben's been falling asleep by six forty five every night. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I understand the struggle of dropping a nap because then you get that muffin episode, the sleepover. I mean, he but... literally broke a vase today. So like, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> not in a good spot coconuts have water in them <laughs> uh it's uh it's tough cora very rarely takes a nap she did on saturday she really needed one but uh now come that seven eight o'clock she's pretty tired the mel- mm-hmm. the melatonin helps well yeah but uh yeah i i can imagine then he's probably done for the night yeah and as soon like we'll read books we'll turn on sound machine and I don't, I don't have to rock him anymore. We just, I literally, like, hey, lay down. As soon as he closes his eyes, boom, he's out. And so, like, yeah. uh, and so I'm going out of town, um, starting tomorrow. So I'll be out uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be out of town. So Katie will have to do bedtime for three nights with both kids. Yeah. And we talked about it too, like as we were going through this. And she's like, honestly, if he just doesn't nap and he falls asleep that easy, it'll be that much easier with will at night because now it's like all right ben lay down katie can put will on the boob 
Wilson Boo, bed's yeah. laying down, boom. Hopefully they'll just go to bed easy peasy the next couple of nights. Right, for sure. So, um, but that also adds in an extra two hours of of parenting that I was using as a break. So I think that's right. that was a hard part too of like, okay, you have your morning shift, couple hour break, afternoon shift, right? And then you drop that nap. And honestly, we're just charging through the day and it's uh got tough. It got really, it got real tough. Um, not even, uh, it's hard to articulate why it's difficult. Um, but like, I am not good at constantly coming up with ways to entertain the kids. And right. I, I, I made the joke at the beginning of the podcast. So like, I can't be a stay home dad. I truly, I, I think I've come to the realization that I, I'm not good at it. I'm just not like, yeah. that's the part of parenting that I am just not good at it's not the way my brain works right like i talk a lot about uh doing self-care and making sure like i uh, the things that i like to do the kids don't do right like i can't the kids aren't gonna sit down and play video games together we're not gonna you know uh we don't want to do screen time all the time so it's not like we're gonna sit down and watch movies and things like that and and so like i'm just not it's not my strength it's not my strength to to come up with that it is absolutely, it's been what Katie literally has thought about and done since she was 16 years old babysitting, you know, like this right. is, she is good at it. She does a very, like, that's her strength. This is what she knows how to do. And, and it's like, that is what the hardest part is, is like going through this and trying to like come up with new things to do and constantly like keeping the kids entertained. I'm just not very good at right. it. I'm just not, it's just not my strength. Um, So that's been, what's the hard part is like, Ben's been in this phase where he doesn't, keep himself entertained he needs you know you to put him in the right direction and i just didn't have the uh, tools and equipment uh to to do it so that it's it was extra extra difficult um going through that and then add on all of the other stuff that we've been talking about like dealing with that kind of toddler all day is right just draining just very very yeah. draining He's so. Louise. yeah i can't imagine it but hey the stay-at-home parents out there that do it and kill it, like, good work. Good on you. Absolutely good <laughs> on you because, oh, I, it's, I'm going back to work, Joe. <laughs> I'm going back to work. That's good. That's Same. good. Hey, you, you did it. You did a couple weeks of it. You learned from it. Um, I mean, I would do it if I needed, you know, if I needed to, but I definitely would get burnt out and frustrated. And uh, I came out on the other side, though. It is abs- It was absolutely a good thing for me. Absolutely. For a um, multitude of reasons, right? But, like, I... It was a very good three weeks, it, you know? And I knew it would be. Yeah. I knew it ended up, you know, as being frustrated in the moment. But, like, I knew it It would end up being a good thing. And, like, but... um, Yeah, it was It was all good in the end. Good. That's good. Um, Awesome. Well, you had a crazy three weeks. Uh, I had a last two weeks were um, with medical. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Experiences. Yeah, I guess so. I, that's the best <laughs> way to put it. I, I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to hear about it. You're the yeah. second person I know in the last two weeks or last month, I would say, that's gone through this. So. Yeah. So Jared's talking about. I had a colonoscopy. 
Um, and I will get to the colonoscopy before that. I also had a dentist appointment, which was like the first dentist appointment in like five years that I had gone to. And my teeth are not great. Yeah. Like, we have some cavity or cavities coming in. We've got fillings we need to refill. Uh, he's like, you got your wisdom teeth. We should probably take those out because those are starting to go bad. Uh, and then he's like, hey, if you want Invisalign, you're a great candidate for Invisalign if you want to think about it. And I was like, well, maybe. Um, and then Cora had her dentist appointment the day after her first dentist appointment, and Kayla said she did amazing. Like, she listened to everything the dentist had to say. Hmm. Um, she did the fluoride, and then she got x-rays, and Kayla said she could see Cora's adult teeth, like, oh, in her skull. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Cora did amazing for that. So, And then I had a colonoscopy. Yeah, the colonoscopy it, is really what I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, it's quite an experience. Uh, it's the prep for it that's the worst part. Right? You sent a picture of the color of the concoction that you had to drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the most unsettling things I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it so, looks like a big bowl of Gatorade. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, so... Um, to prep for a colonoscopy, the day before your colonoscopy, um, it, you know, in America here, um, is you clean out your system. So you, you know, you don't eat. You can only eat and drink. What they call clear liquids. Um, so what that comes down to is you can have Jello, you can have broth, um, and you can drink uh, Gatorade as long as it doesn't have red dye in it. Mm. Um, and then I could drink like water, pop. You can drink, um, tea and one eight ounce cup of coffee. Uh, that would be the worst part. There, there yeah. it is. So I just one didn't eight have ounce any cup coffee. of coffee. Ugh. Yeah. So you have to do that. You know, the Counting day before green you come. Tea like it's my job. Right. Um. So you, the day uh, before you start this diet, and then, um, right around three in the afternoon, um. Well, I had to purchase some over-the-counter medicine, so I had to get uh, Miralax, which I think is a oftener. I don't remember what exactly. Uh, it's a, it's is. some kind of yeah. Cleans you out. Yep. Uh, you had to you had to buy a eight-ounce bottle of this Miralax powder, um, and mix it into sixty-four ounces of Gatorade. In um, Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. So the but it couldn't have red, Yeah. Yeah, it couldn't have red dye in it. Um, so I'd have mixed it into the white cherry Gatorade. That's not a bad call. Not, no, but it's not my favorite Gatorade. No. Um, and then, um, you do that at three o'clock, you take your first laxative, which I had Dulcolax. Um, so all my stuff is over the counter. There's some preps where you actually are like I was gonna given say. a drug and you're given a liquid concoction that you get from a pharmacist. Um, but mine was all over the counter, so I didn't have to get a prescription. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you take this laxative, you pound in this Miralax, and this Miralax, you drink um, forty-eight ounces of it every fifteen minutes. You have to drink eight ounces of it. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's about two hours worth of drinking this this Miralax concoction, um, and you've already not ate that day. Yeah. Um, so you're just literally like cleaning everything out. Um, I hadn't ate since the night before, so I hadn't ate since Wednesday night. And my colonoscopy was at two thirty on Friday afternoon. Oh, um, yeah. 
Brings back to um, my wrestling days. So it's it's tough, right? It's like a whole day of not eating and you're drinking and stuff, and like I'm just like I feel like I'm exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. tired. Like I just you know, my stomach isn't feeling great. Like we're already not doing so hot. And then Friday morning, I wake up and then you finish the Miralax and you know you you finish getting ready and then you go to the doctor and um yeah that that prep was is the hardest thing cuz it's like you know you want to eat yeah and you're just so hungry eventually we pulled out some french onion soup that we had in the freezer and mm-hmm. i cooked it and sifted out all the onions and that french <laughs> <laughs> just had the, the broth french onion, yeah it was hey it was great broth cuz i tried to drink just like straight up chicken broth and i almost threw up really yeah it was so bad so uh, I wish I'd, we should have talked about this beforehand. I would have warned you, but I get, um, I went before Will was born, I was on a, on a health kick and I kind of changed how I was eating and what I was doing. Uh, and I actually used broth as like a meal supplement for uh, a few things. And like, instead of snacks, like at 10 AM, instead of having a snack, I would have a, like a mug full of, of bone broth. Um, Oh God. I I thought it was great. I, I, Oh my God. That would have helped. That would have helped me over. Now I, now I can go easy peasy. I can go get a colonoscopy tomorrow. Yeah, you can go well, get a colonoscopy. Two days. I gotta wait two right, days. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, you gotta clean out everything. Yeah. Um oh, I hated it. It was so bad. Um I ate so much jello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So that that sounds like one of the seven circles of hell of like being so was, hungry, but the only thing yeah. you can eat is jello, which is not filling at all. Right, and then you know your kids are like have to eat, right? So like they they're eating, the family's eating, and all this, and you're just like sipping your Gatorade and you know drinking water and eating Jello while they get to experience food. Um, so Friday I went in, and uh, you, they want you there an hour before get you prepped. So you know they take me back and they're like, hey, you know robe get in your robe and uh sit on the bed and whatever well you have to have a driver so kayla came and she came with me and they said are you going to be in the lobby you're going to be in the car and kayla's like oh i'm gonna be in the car kayla and i had it mapped out because you're not supposed to leave yeah in case anything happens but she was leaving she was going to get a sandwich from a deli shop down the road from this hospital that's so good and uh you know she was getting it and having it ready for me when i got done um so I go back and I get prepped and I'm uh, sitting in my robe and in this bed and they give you like these really warm blankets that have been in a blanket warmer to like Ooh. cover your legs and it's like so cozy. And he's like, hey, uh, there's a couple of people ahead of you. It's going to be like 45 minutes before you go back. Do you want your phone? And I was like, yeah. So I like played on my phone for 45 minutes. Came in, you know, asked me questions. I talked to the anesthesiologist mm-hmm. and uh, they asked me like, do I feel safe at home? My being abused, <laughs> like <laughs> all this kind of stuff. I'm glad they asked. Um, and it, right. And then they explained what's going to happen. You know, we're going to wheel you out of here. We're going to take you to the room. Hold on. I, I have to qualify. We only chuckle because it's Kayla. It's all, it's, yeah, we only exactly. chuckle because it's Kayla. This is a very serious thing that they need to ask. It's very, it's very important. They need to ask everybody it all the time. It's very important. If you do not feel safe, please contact somebody uh, and talk to them yeah. about it. Uh, it's only funny to us because if you've ever met Kayla, it is it is hilarious. She's like right. five foot tall and and would catch cockroaches and set them free outside. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, 
you know, at one point they asked me to confirm my birthday and I said it wrong. Like what? I gave them my wrong birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Whose birthday did anxious. you give them? I was anxious. Uh, so they wheel me back to the room. See, like if, if I said that, it would make sense because Ben's birthday is two days before mine. So if they're like, right. oh, what's your birthday? Oh, yeah. August 29th. Sorry, that's my son's birthday. That yeah, would nope. make sense. I said, I said January 1st, 1992. And there was like a pause. I said, wait, that's not my birthday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, yeah, it, I was wondering why, because it says 18th on here. I was like, yeah, that's my birthday. Uh, but anyway, so they give me the IV in the hand. And like, that was the worst part. Like yeah. the IV, like it hurts so freaking bad. Like, oh, it hurts. I don't like needles. And it's just like, oh, God, it sucked. Um, you go literally 45 minutes ago said that you're getting a full sleeve tattoo. So. That's true. Tattoo needles are fine. Okay. Needles in my veins, not for me. Um, I go back there and they wheel me and the uh, room probably full of five, like one doctor and the nurses and um, the doctor comes in. She goes, hi, you know, I'm going to be doing this for you. Um, I need you to sign a waiver um, saying, you know, that we're about to give you anesthesia and, you know, if anything happens, we'll call your your driver i said okay I signed it and they make you write the time i said what time is it and they're like 250 i said okay i signed it and then the um there's a name for the anesthesiologist nurse and i can't remember what that title is but um uh, tech she, like uh yeah she pulls up next to me she's like all right you're gonna lay on your side because you have to lay on your side so yeah, that they can yeah, do yeah. the the procedure and then she pulls out this uh a syringe full of i think it was white powder oh god and and she's like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna hook you up now and i'm gonna administer the uh the anesthesia the anesthesia and i can't remember which one it was it started with a p and she's like all right we'll see you later <laughs> and she did it and i like looked at my hand and literally do not remember that was it like it was 250 that's all I remember, and that, and then. Is this your first time going under anesthesia? I did it, I think, maybe once when I was younger, but yeah. Oh, man. I was a frequent flyer at the hospital. I had surgeries all the time. Oh. They always had me was... do the count. They put the mask over you and have you count down from 10. Oh, there was no mask. Yeah, this no. was just straight into the vein. And uh, it was a peaceful calming. Like, you know, I didn't fight it. Like, it just it was just basically dead. Yeah, uh, this, this is what lethal injection is, just at a much lower right. dose. And then I woke up in a different room. Uh, and I said, what time is it? And they said, 3.20. I was like, it's been a half an hour? Like, it was that, the quickest half an hour. That doesn't, honestly, that doesn't feel that long. No, so, like, they were done 20 minutes later. Kayla said she got a call from the doctor at 3.10. Um saying, hey, I did, you know, we did the procedure. They found one polyp, um, so they removed it. Mm -hmm. So when they're doing the colonoscopy, they're going in, right, and they're looking for polyps to make sure that, you know, your colon's healthy. Yeah. Um, my dad died of colon cancer, which is why I had to I go was, now this young. I was going to say, I never got a chance to ask, like, what what yeah. got you to this point now? Yeah, so my dad died of colon cancer, and he was diagnosed when he was 38. So they said the doctor, like, which is why I wanted to go to the doctor in the first place, just to, sure. you know, make sure I'm healthy and tell them that. So they said, we want you to go 10 years before your dad was diagnosed. So you, you need to get in. Um, 
So they found a polyp, so they um, are sent it out to get tested yeah. and make sure that it looks good. I, you know, polyps are common in this kind of thing, and usually it's like one or two. Some people have a ton, and, you know, that's when they kind of really need to start looking at it and, you know, the size and all that. Um, but, yeah, so 320, they called Kayla, and they said, hey, he's done. Um, I got dressed. I was up and walking, and I left, and I smashed that sandwich so fast sure. as soon as I got oh, in the I'm car. Sure. Ate, I ate this giant sandwich, and I could have ate two. And then um, a village that we live in was putting on, like, a PTA appreciation, like, hey, we're doing, like, a community uh, carnival. Not a carnival. They had bounce houses and food trucks, and we're playing movies. Like, yeah. yeah. We went down there, and I ate a, almost a whole pizza from there by myself, oh, too, that, that same night. Oh, it was so good. Um, food has probably never tasted so good as that It was. That oh, my God was so great like and i felt like a whole new person as soon as i got food in my system like you kind of have a dehydration headache right because you're oh, just yeah. losing all the liquid in your body um you're constantly trying to make it up and oh like i couldn't drink four hours before the procedure so i also hadn't drank since like 10 30 in the morning so like a headache and i'm just like lethargic and as soon as i got food in me i was like all done like all better um yeah, so that's my, my colonoscopy journey. I love it. Uh, now I have to go back, I think, every five years, unless something looks off, then it might be every three. Yeah. Which they'll tell me. I, uh, um, when we were in college, I had a, a mole come back irregular um, mm. that, that was precancerous, and they had to go back and take the whole thing, and then I had to go every every six months, and I stopped doing that, and that's probably not a good thing now that I'm saying that out loud. But, probably not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, they didn't find one for like three more years, so I was, so right. that was fine. Um, but I should probably go back to the doctor. But um, probably, it's it's uh, I'm glad that that you got it done. I'm glad that you're healthy and safe. Um, a little, so everything you're describing in high school for wrestling, that's what I would do. I would not eat, so I would weigh in on a Monday morning. I would not eat. Monday until Tuesday at five, at five o'clock after we weighed in. And then the, um, so I, I wouldn't eat from like 8 a.m. Monday to like five o'clock Tuesday every week. And then on Tuesdays after practice, the restaurant across the street from the high school had 25 cent wings and we would go and eat chicken wings, 25 cent chicken wings for a high school boy. No, absolutely not. No, my digestion, my <laughs> digestive system is all kinds of, wacky my kids probably won't wrestle uh because of yeah. all of the things that happen but in the moment Oof. when you're 17 years old and don't know any different wrestling's crazy 25 cent wings after you haven't eaten in two days is right awesome Ugh, weighing in for wrestling just sounds terrible and high schoolers should not do it it was um there are a lot of terrible things about that, but that's not for this podcast, nor at this time. <laughs> Maybe one other day when we talk about uh, sports and our kids in sports, we'll talk about the, right. the traumas that I went through in wrestling. But um, For sure. Yeah, no, but uh, I, I can relate to that that feeling of when you finally get food in your yeah. system after not yeah. having it for so long, you're like, this is there is nothing in the world that is better than what this food is right now. Uh, and it's true. Right. Never live up to that feeling yeah. ever again. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it's done with. Um, 
yeah so there's our there's our journey uh for this episode um let's let these people get back to it it's bedtime jared we did an easy one hour uh after we said it was gonna be 20 minutes so perfect that seems like us that does (laughs) uh well thank you all so much for listening we really appreciate it um if you haven't please give us a like a comment a subscribe smash that like button uh a rating, a review, all that stuff really helps us out. Like you keep saying, there's going to be things coming down the pipeline. Um, once we finalize some things and solidify a couple more things and finish a couple more things, then we'll say what's going on in our in our life. But there are some things coming down the line. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you all. Uh, and thank you to Planet Ant for having us on our podcast network. Hey, if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on twitter and facebook and we're at big dead energy podcast on instagram um go follow us there lots of cute pictures lots of posts um you can find joe and i from that podcast or from that uh, instagram page too we have we are from this podcast we're from the podcast but you can find our our other socials uh from that instagram page too so go follow us there so thank you guys so much for coming back and listening every week we appreciate it and uh hopefully you enjoyed this one i know it it uh this was a fun one talking about uh all the stuff that's been going on it's been fun so then guests come back. I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click strong spice for using. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.